Hey guys, welcome back to That Girl with me, Danielle Decker. So glad you're with me today. It is Friday afternoon and I am here. I am recording. I am excited. Man, I usually record on Wednesdays. Wednesday is my day. Usually I try to make that my day. And this Wednesday, I thought maybe I was getting sick, but thank you, Jesus. I was not, but I had a bad, bad headache and uh, I just did not make it down to get this recorded. So here I am. It's Friday and hopefully you can listen to this and uh, this will keep you motivated for the weekend and uh, keep us on track, right? So um, I pray that you guys have had an awesome week. Uh, God is just so good, right? We had school today and I'm always so blessed um, every time we get to go to our homeschooling community and uh, it's always such a reminder. You guys ever have people in your life where you're like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that being around these people reminds me of how much you love me. I'm so thankful that I have people like that in my life. And I hope that you have people like that in your life too. They just make life a little bit better. Um, so today I am hoping that I can keep this short and sweet. And it's just kind of something that I have had on my heart actually for a couple weeks um but just now getting around to having this be my topic but um you guys know obviously we've talked about new year's resolutions and you know as a new year approaches it's a perfect time to start fresh and start new and all of that and I love that I hey I, I think we should all set goals and so anyway I was talking to someone about like specific goals and what they had in mind for the year and um we were talking about like some uh, like working out goals, physical goals. And, um, if you know me, you know that I love to work out. It's become really a part of who I am over the last probably four or five years, probably five years. And, uh, well, really since I had my son, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I enjoy doing it and do it on a consistent basis. My sister-in-law teaches, classes um, early in the morning and uh, people think we're crazy because we're up super early but we get it done before the day has started and that has been such a huge blessing for me but I'm saying all of that to say this I was talking to someone about their physical goals their fitness goals things like that and this person said to me um, for the year I just really want to have more motivation and instantly I said you don't need motivation you need discipline and um, it really got me thinking about like everything in my life, everything in our lives, just as people. And isn't that true? Isn't it true that we need discipline more than we need motivation? Because I'm going to tell you right now from my very personal experience, my alarm goes off at 4.15 in the morning so I can be to the gym by like 4.40 or whatever to work out. And those workouts to get up for become harder and harder when it is negative degrees outside. I am telling you right now that it doesn't take motivation for me to get out of my nice warm bed and crawl into my freezing cold car and get out and get in the snow and everything else to work out. 
It's not motivation that makes me do that. It's discipline. And it really got me to thinking about everything in our life, right? Like it's not just our fitness that takes discipline. While that is a huge, huge part of anybody's fitness journey, as you, as we should all be um, trying to be healthy, especially nowadays. I mean, my goodness, the more people preach that we should be doing this thing or that thing, really what we should be doing is staying healthy, drinking your water, eating good foods, getting physical exercise every day. Even if that is just walking, that's great. We all need movement. Um, but when we, when we start talking about discipline and motivation, most people, our brains immediately go to fitness and, and things like that. But it takes discipline really to do anything in our lives. We have to be disciplined enough. I think about even cleaning my house, right? Like I'm not motivated necessarily to clean my house all the time, but I have to. I'm disciplined. It's been ingrained in me since I was a young girl doing my chores all the way in through my adulthood. I have to be disciplined. I know that if I don't do this specific thing, I'm not going to get the result that I want, whether it's doing my dishes, whether it's going to my workout, whether it's reading my Bible, whether it's recording my podcast, whether it's going to church. And you know what? There, It's okay to say, I'm not that motivated sometimes to go to church. Listen, that's okay to say that. If you're going through like a season or whatever, it's not that you don't want to be at church, but you know what it takes? It takes getting out of bed, getting in your car, getting your kids ready. You know, it takes all of that. But discipline reminds you of the outcome. Discipline reminds you, hey, get up, get your kids ready, get yourself ready. Once you go to church and you get there, you're going to be so glad that you did. That's what discipline does. In the same way discipline pulls you out of bed and takes you to the gym, discipline reminds you, hey, when you get done working out, you are going to feel so good. That's what discipline does. Because it's not about your feelings. It's about the outcome. It's about what you get when you are disciplined. So of course, I am bringing you a few scriptures. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. But I want to bring you a few scriptures because it's not just me saying this. God thinks it's very important for us to be disciplined. And he talks a lot. You'll read a lot in scripture where he tells us um, he's given us a sound mind. That's keeping your thoughts straight, being disciplined. That he tells us to be sober. That's also keeping a clear head, being disciplined. These are things that he's instilled in us. But today we're going to look at Hebrews 12 verse 11 and it says now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present but painful nevertheless afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it and there what does chastening mean discipline now no discipline seems to be joyful for the present right like discipline doesn't always feel good while you're walking through it, while you're doing it. It doesn't always feel the best, but it's painful. Nevertheless, that means it doesn't matter if it's painful. Nevertheless, afterwards, it yields the peaceable fruit 
of righteousness to those who have been what? Trained. Trained by it. When you are trained, that means you know what you're doing. You know how to do what it is that you're doing. When you are disciplined, even though it might be painful and you continue to do it, you are reaping a harvest of peaceable fruit of righteousness. Right standing. Now, your your righteousness has been made whole. God has gifted us his perfect righteousness and right standing through the blood of Jesus. But when we are disciplined, we have that peaceable fruit. We feel good about where we are standing with Christ because we understand that on the inside, we are doing the things again, that I always talk about, we are doing the things that God has called us to do, which sometimes, most times, almost always takes discipline. I'm going to do a little plug right here for, for 180 Church, but Pastor Paul preached an amazing message last week about rising up to what God has called you to do, which you guys know is such a huge part of what I feel like I'm doing here at That Girl. And I'm going to tell you, when God calls you to do something, it's going to take a little bit of work sometimes. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take more than just the feel-good feels. Motivation is not enough to keep anyone going. It's not. Motivation will wane. Motivation will Motivation will fall away. Things start with your discipline. And once you're disciplined, you become consistent. And once you are consistent, you start to see results. And when you see results, you become motivated. See, motivation is really the last thing to come. You need to be disciplined first, then everything else in between, then the motivation comes. Because once you start reaping the harvest of whatever it is, whether you're seeing the pounds drop, whether um, you're doing something for Christ and things are starting to go really well and things are looking the way and they're happening and, and things are going good and, and, and you're seeing the fruit of that, you start to become more vot- motivated because you become excited about what you're doing, no matter what it is, even if it's cleaning your house. When you start seeing the results of an uncluttered home and you start feeling good about your house and you're feeling good that it's nice and clean, doesn't that motivate you to want to do more? But it starts out with discipline. It starts out with discipline because I'm going to tell you what, you're going to feel motivated at the beginning of any journey. You're going to be excited. You're going to feel motivated. And then real life starts happening. That is when discipline has to kick in. It's not in the beginning. Discipline is what has to kick in when the motivation falls away. So I also want to read to you. It's going to be in uh, 1 Corinthians 9. And it's going to be, I'm going to start all the way in 24. And I'm going to read down to verse 27. I love this. It says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run but one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. He's saying everybody who runs in a race, everybody's running. If you're running in a race, everybody is running. But only one receives the prize. Only one person can get first place. 
Then he says, but run in such a way that you may obtain it. That is more than motivation. That takes discipline. If you have ever been someone who runs or has been in a race, it takes discipline. Everyone is running, but only the person that has had the discipline gets to win that prize. And he says, run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. The things of Christ are things that will never, ever, ever fade away. And we need to be running towards the things that will bring us closer to Christ, that will bring us that imperishable crown, that it's not going to fade away. We're not running so that way it benefits us for this moment. We are running so that it benefits us here and now, yes, but for eternity. That we are running in such a way that the things that we are doing are leading people toward Christ. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus, I fight, not as one who beats the air. He's saying here, I, I run not with uncertainty. I am laser focused on what I'm supposed to be doing, not as one who beats the air. Never knowing who I'm, who I'm hitting. <laughs> I just picture a person kind of flailing their arms around, never really sure what's coming. Somebody like that has no idea what's going on. No, no, no. He, he's saying here, we, we need to be laser focused on what it is that we are doing. We're not running with uncertainty. We're not walking through this life with uncertainty. When we are certain of our command, when we are certain of our call, when we are certain, and even if you're sitting here thinking, but I don't know what God's called me to do. No, but you're certain of who God is. And I am certain. And I am here telling you that if you don't know right now what God has called you to he will be faithful to reveal it and unfold it to you because he is certain and he certainly has a plan for you. So if you are bold enough, brave enough, courageous enough to say, God send me, he will show you. But that's where that dedication kicks in. That's where that focus kicks in. That's where that comes from. And verse 27 says, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Do you know why it's the body that we have to discipline and bring into subjection? Because our feelings are what is going to go off the rails but we have to discipline ourselves enough to say, even if I feel a certain way, I know that I still have to do it. I know that in the end, I'm going to get the results that I want. And if I just keep going, even if it's a little bit painful for now, I know that God is faithful to see me through until the end that I am going to reach a prize that is unperishable. And it says, when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. No, I bring my body into subjection that I might not just say the words, but that I might also be acting out the words. I don't want to be disqualified because I said I was going to do something and I didn't really do it because my motivation fell away. 
I don't want to be the one that just talks a big game but never really follows through with my actions. I don't want to be the one that says I have a call on my life but today I wasn't motivated enough to really do what God called me to do. No, because I need to be disciplined. It takes more than my feelings that I can tell my body, I can tell my emotions, listen, we're doing this thing today, even when I don't want to, whatever that is, whatever that is, you have something in your mind probably right now that you're thinking about as I'm talking saying, man, I know I need to be more disciplined in that area. And it can be something like reading your Bible. You need to be disciplined in that. Instead of picking up your phone or turning on the TV, which is so easy. Listen, I know because I'm there. It's so easy to do that. But instead, I'm going to pick up my Bible because that's the discipline where I know if I pick up my Bible and I start reading, God's going to speak to me. And I'm going to start changing my life. I'm going to be disciplined to set my alarm and I'm going to wake up early enough to get myself and my kids to church on time, even when it's freezing cold. So that way I can be in the presence of the Lord with my church friends, my church family. I can be where God wants me to be growing because I know when I walk out of that building on Sunday morning, I'm going to be so glad that I was disciplined enough to get myself there because sometimes I'm not going to feel motivated. I'm going to be so proud of myself when I set my alarm and I make it to the gym and I do the things that make me feel better because I was disciplined enough to do it. Because I know that motivation isn't enough. I'm not going to feel motivated. And let me tell you guys, I seriously, can I be seriously honest with you guys right now? I am one of the least motivated people ever. <laughs> I seriously tell my husband constantly like, oh, I need more motivation. No, I don't. I need more discipline. I don't need motivation. I need discipline. Motivation will come. It'll come. When I'm disciplined enough to do the thing that I need to do and I start seeing results, the motivation will come. And that's what you need to. We all need to be disciplined in certain areas. Do we not discipline our children? Sure we do. Why do we do it? Because we love them. We know that on the other side of the discipline is a great result of good behavior or whatever that specific instance is. If we weren't going to reap a reward on the other side of discipline, why would we do it to begin with? No, we discipline because we know it's what they need and we know that when they get it, they will reap a good reward. And it's the same way with us. God disciplines us by loving us and gently guiding us closer to him and his plan and his purpose all the time. So what do we need? <laughs> discipline. We don't need motivation. Motivation will come as long as you stay disciplined enough to reach it. I'm going to end today with this really cool quote that uh, my sister-in-law actually sent it to me. And it's so good because it goes right with what we're talking about today. And it says, discipline leads to habits. Habits lead to consistency. And consistency leads to growth. See, it all starts with discipline. Are you disciplined enough? to do what you need to do in all the areas of your life, I say that you are. You just have to do it. I pray that you guys were blessed by this message today. I pray that you can find the discipline 
Start doing those things little by little and the motivation will come. I pray that you guys have an awesome weekend. Share this message. Don't forget about Rooted in Christ. Um, All the fun things that we have going on. Join me at 180 Church, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. We would love to see you. I will save you a seat. Be blessed and I'll see you here next week at That Girl.